Welcome to the Profitable Accountant Podcast. I'm your host, Reza Huda, practice owner, coach, and mentor to accounting firm owners. In this podcast, I share practical strategies to get new clients, charge higher prices, and build a profitable accounting firm that you're proud of. From time to time, I also interview other accountants doing incredible things so you can learn what's working and take tangible takeaways to implement. Make sure you press the follow button on your podcast player so you get notified when I release a new episode. Now, on to today's session. Hello, hello. Hope you're well and have had a good start to the day. I am sat here in traffic, which is highly annoying. But as I mentioned, my daughter has moved school to an inner city school in Southampton, which is a real pain to get into, but I've already dropped it off and I'm trying to get back and it's taken me, I'm sat in traffic for what, 25 minutes and I'm still not in the gym yet, which is highly annoying, but uh, hey-ho, such is life and uh, yeah, I've, uh, I haven't missed commuting or dealing with traffic for, well, I haven't actually done it for many years. I'd, uh, I've been able to kind of go in when I wanted to and work from what I wanted to. So actually having to deal with traffic is, uh, yeah, a bit alien to me. But hey-ho, such is life. We get on and we find things to do in between that help to maximise the time that we are spent in traffic. For example, listening to podcasts and YouTube videos, and now actually recording this podcast for you. So I'm actually recording this at the start of the week, so not much to kind of report on yet because it's only Tuesday, but I'm meeting somebody uh, later. I don't normally do morning meetings, but uh, it turns out that one of the ex-apprentice uh, um, candidates uh, actually lives in the same uh, town as me and here in Southampton and we got talking because he's also an accountant as well he just I think he did, did his ACA exams so we got talking on LinkedIn turns out he was in Southampton so we've arranged to meet for a coffee because potentially he has access to some of our audience in terms of uh, influencers given that he might, he might be an influencer himself but also avenues he wanted to find out about setting up a practice and things like that. So a bit of uh, mutual uh, mutual sharing will be going on in a coffee shop later on today after my gym session. Anywho, this session is going to be about pricing. What do we charge? What do we charge for our services? Now, I've done many a, an episode on this topic before, but if you're wondering, so yeah, all well and good, I, you know, talk about uh, value and price and how price doesn't come from costs and using the contrast principle and all these things and perceived value, but what on earth, how much do I actually charge my clients? And typically, if you're an accountant and you have clients that will come to you for the basic compliance services, so doing their accounts, doing their tax return, doing potentially, you know, the bookkeeping, that the basic VAT returns, that kind of thing, how much do we actually charge? Well, the thing is, there's no, there's no right or wrong answer. There is no one price that you should be charging because like we said a value lies in the eye of the beholder and your aim is to uh, convey your value to get to a figure that represents value for money for the client and the point at which you you can maximize essentially what you charge based upon the value you're getting now you're never going to get potentially uh, 100% of what the client was willing to pay. You're going to present a number or numbers in front of a client and either that price is going to be too much or it's going to be uh, too little. And if it's too much, then they're not going to buy. And if it's too little, then they will buy. 
but you'll never know how much more they potentially could have paid. So with pricing, it's all about testing and it's all about knowing what your value is and conveying that value and uh, increasing the perceived value of your offering in order to be able to nudge up your prices accordingly. So in terms of your, if you're looking for a number, I mean, I told you my story in terms of how I started this. When I moved towards uh, fixed pricing, then I think when I when I first joined, you know, when I bought the practice, I had no idea. I had no idea how to price. And when I asked uh, the employees that were here, how do you price? And they said, well, you know, it's a mixture of, you know, we kind of just give a figure that we think the client will pay. So everyone was on a different price, depending on which client it was, depending on who spoke to them, etc. There was no kind of rhyme or reason as to how those fees were set. So now, and everything that I talk about in terms of in the book is that it's important to have a pricing system. You need to have a mechanism that helps you to gauge the scope, risk, and complexity by the for the client. They're the internal drivers, and then ex- external drivers being those of uh, how the client wants to work with you in terms of the value, access, and expertise. So, in terms of number-wise, what I start to do is I okay, go find. Well, you know, I'll I'll quote. I want to quote a monthly fee. And so that's the first place where I'd reckon you start is that number one, decide on a minimum monthly fee and number two, quote that fee monthly. And then number three, just kick off with a figure that you know you can get that your new clients are paying. So you want to, if you want to increase your prices, you don't want to start off with what your clients are paying now. You probably want to go to, let's say, your most uh, you know, your most valuable client, the client who pays you the most, perhaps, figure out what they're paying and use that as a metric to then work your pricing system around. But if we go back to basics and say, well, fine, let's say I didn't have a pricing system, let's say I didn't have anything, what price should I charge? Again, you know, start off with the minimum. I, I started off with £100 a month. £100 a month for doing your accounts of doing your tax return, pretty much, uh, and having an annual meeting. So that was the package. I started off 100 People were saying yes. So that was the figure. And then over time, I then took that up. The key learning point here, actually, one thing to bear in mind is that we want to be able to present our fees monthly. So if you're not giving monthly fees for doing annual accounts and doing tax returns and being... Uh, an accountant for a client, then you need to switch to monthly. And the reason being is that the value in what we provide is not limited to the piece of paper that we push out at the end of the year. The value that a client gets from being a client of ours is the fact that they have access to us for our expertise. The fact that they can call us or email us or email our team when they have a question. It doesn't matter how frequently that those questions are asked. The fact that they are able to call us because they are on our books as a client, that is value. That is value for a client. And we often overlook that and we don't we don't uh, give uh, value to the value that we are delivering. Just think if you were able to have a solicitor on tap like you knew you were paying a monthly fee for a solicitor or so let's say you don't pay monthly, but let's say you are able to call or email that solicitor for when you had a query, how much value would that mean to you? It'll be huge amounts of value because solicitors are there to help you to uh, to mitigate your risk, to help you to doing something which you will later regret. Being able to have them as a sounding board to ask a question when you need to, even if that phone call might only last five minutes, that is valuable. 
Solicitors don't realise this yet, but I'm hoping that you will, after listening to this podcast and after reading my book and after listening to all the other podcasts that you have listened to on my on my podcast, that you will start to appreciate the value you deliver is more than the piece of paper that you churn out at the end of the year for a client. The fact that they can call you is value. Your experience is valuable. If you can answer something in five minutes, it's because it's taken you 10 years to be able to give them that answer in five minutes. The client owes you for the years, not the minutes. Remember that. And hopefully that will give you the confidence to therefore set your minimum fee to a level that encapsulates the value that you offer. So not only is the access to you for your expertise, but the fact that the client is with you, it's not just about the hours that you are clocking on the timesheet where you physically might be punching numbers into a screen or scanning an invoice or processing the year-end accounts. It's the fact that you are thinking for them. The client is paying for your thinking time. Now, where does that go on a timesheet? Where does the fact that you are thinking about a client on your way into the office or in the shower and you come up with a harebrained idea that is enabling them to, you know, structure their affairs to to save, you know, £10,000 a year in tax, not just this year, but every year thereafter. Where does that go on the timesheet? So your, your value is not limited to the minutes and hours that you clock on a timesheet. Your knowledge is what is valuable the access to your expertise that is value and the other thing that's really valuable that you might not appreciate is the fact that you now become the client's agent with hmrc or the irs if you're listening to this in the states how much is that worth you know the pain of dealing with hmrc these days is just on another level like how many times do you have to call before somebody picks up how long do you have to stay on the phone to get through to somebody How annoying is it when you finally get through to somebody, but they don't know how to answer your query, so they put the phone down on you and you've got to answer them again. Or that you get an answer from someone which contradicts the answer that you got last time, so you've got to call again for uh, reassurance. Or the fact that you've got to call 17 times before they finally release that repayment that's due to your client. That is valuable. And you need to talk about the value of you being the client's agent with HMRC. And when you're having your prospect calls and your client calls, talk about the pain of HMRC and how many calls it takes to get anything out of them. And if they want to do that, they can be your guests. So if they challenge your fees, this is something that you can bring up to say, this is a valuable part of our service. The fact that we are acting as your agent with HMRC. The fact that you know we will we will are the ones who will go and call them when needed to change a tax code or to be able to uh, release the repayment for you or to get confirmation on something that you are doing. This represents huge value because the client doing it themselves, how much time would it take them to do it? The value is not really the time that you spend, but the value, the time that you are saving the client. How much does the client value their time? Ask them, how much do you value your time? If you were to put a notional hourly rate on your time, what would it be? If it's, you know, £200 an hour, whatever it is, you can work that out by saying, okay, well, you made £100,000 a year profit this year, and you work, you know, how many hours uh, a week in, in the practice, or a month in the practice, you know, divide it down by the uh, the number of hours worked and the profit they made. So your hourly rate is, say, £300 an hour, right? 
Last, you can say, well, you know, it, it, it takes on average uh, an hour to get through to HMRC just to change a little tax code. So that's £300 an hour that uh, you would value on that. So the value that we give is actually the time that we are helping to save our client, not necessarily the time that we are spending. So again, that's another aspect of the value that you might be overlooking. What else is there? It's the fact that, so A, it's the fact that you are there for them when they need you, kind of like insurance. You know how we pay for insurance, but we are happy when we don't have to use it? Similar sort of thing. The fact that a client has access to us, that is value. And we need to be, we need to appreciate that, price it, and that's why we need to price it monthly and uh, uh, give clients the uh, opportunity to call us and email us when they when they need to. So I am, and if you've read my book, you know that I'm a big proponent of not charging for extra time and not capping, not putting a limit on how many, you know, how much access a client has to us. Yes, by all means, you need to have a pricing system and the way that you can get uh, higher prices for people who want more formal access to you, people who want those formalized monthly meetings or people who want access to a higher grade of personnel within your company, yes, those should be charged higher. And that's all part and parcel of how you come up with your premium, let's say, if we're continuing that insurance analogy. And that's how you get the higher fixed prices by really knowing where does your value lie? Where do people really, what what do people really value about your service? If they value talking to you, then that should be a premium added if they're not prepared to talk to your your staff, your managers or your juniors who are more than competent to be able to handle their affairs. And all of that you can do when you have a pricing system. You can build it within your pricing system like we have within GoProposal. We've got, it, it's a really involved system which is evolving over time and every time we uncover a new bit of value that we are giving clients or we feel that actually there's an area of complexity here which is not factored in and we need to factor that in into our pricing system, we do that. So that's the benefit and the beauty of having a pricing system that evolves with you over time. So in terms of numbers, again, I would just uh, recommend that you test. We started off at £100, now we're on about, uh, I think we're over uh, over £200, about £225, I believe, for uh, any client to work with us in uh, for us to be their accountant. That is our minimum fee. Um, in terms of whether we state that, I'm a bit wary of stating prices on uh, online and things like that. The reason being is that when you state a price to say you know, prices start at X amount, what you're doing is you are actually putting an anchor in the sand in terms of you are lodging a figure in the client's mind. So if your client comes along and they're actually a lot larger and their price should be £800 a month, if they've seen the 200 then that seems expensive to them. So I'm a bit wary of putting prices on the website, but because we've been getting a lot of inquiries through our website, we have a standard message that goes out to those people that are profiled that are not a good fit and actually telling them what our minimum fee will be to say, sorry, you're not a good fit, our minimum, and in our experience, that if you haven't yet reached a certain threshold of turnover, then uh, it's unlikely you'll have the budget to work with us because our fees start at X amount per month. However, if you'd like to work with us from the outset and you have the budget to do this, you can email us at 
And the reason I did that was because we were getting a lot of inquiries from people who were not a good fit because they just weren't ready. They were just only just starting out, had a side hustle, for example, in content creation. So we did that deliberately only because we're getting so many inquiries and we wanted to limit it to only the warm inquiries that would result in a greater chance of conversion for us. So that's the only time really I mentioned is only the people who are not a good fit will see that message. The people who are a good fit, who do meet our other threshold in terms of the questions that we ask in our Canonly booking system after they go through the routing form, they will not see that. And if they're a good fit, they will automatically get the option to book a call with us and they will t- be taken through to a different thank you page, which doesn't show anything or mention anything to do with our minimum fees, but actually does show a video of how we come up with the price. So I did that delivery just to make it more familiar to say, well, this is how the meeting will go. So as soon as they book, they get onto a thank you page where I thank them for booking the call and let them know what's going to go on in the meeting. The fact that we're going to get to know more about you and learn more about your business and how your different streams of income and then see how we can help you. And if you're a good fit, we will come up with a price and this is how we do it. And I showed them our proposal system and I kind of just talked them through it around it without actually putting any numbers in, but just so they can see what's going to happen and managing their expectations so that it is quite familiar when they get on the call, they know exactly what to expect. So I have finally arrived after uh, 40 minutes of sitting in the car for about a four mile journey, which is highly annoying, but uh, I'm just gonna pick up a copy of my book for the chappie I'm seeing uh, later on. But hopefully that was useful in terms of uh, figuring out you know, where our value lies, minimum fee, and how to charge. I'd love to hear, do you have a minimum fee? What is it? What do you, uh, what do you charge if you don't have a minimum fee? highly recommend you get one in let me know reach out to me on linkedin let me know if you have one what it is and happy to and i will always answer remember reach out to me on linkedin i will always answer you that's where i am most active and i'd love to hear from you my loyal listener otherwise have a great uh, weekend and rest of the week and i'll catch up with you very soon take care and bye for now thank you for listening If you want to spend more time together, get access to me personally for your questions, access to resources and training that will help you to shortcut your progress together with being part of an incredible community of accountants all helping each other, then come and join the pack, the Profitable Accountants Community. There's a hundred plus accountants that I mentor and they help each other to get results faster than trying to do it alone. Go to reshood.com forward slash mentoring to learn more or message me directly on LinkedIn. Take care.